in order for this to work for you, in order for you to really be able to lean into the type of work you're craving with your clients, where you do ask deep questions and you do receive vulnerable, transparent, introspective responses that you can actually work with and create something from with them, you have to be willing to feel uncomfortable too. Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. Good morning, my loves. Good morning. I hope you're having an incredible Monday. I wanted to offer you a piece of advice this week that's going to help you ask better questions with your clients. Okay, but not just ask better questions, but get better responses from your clients. A lot of times I see coaches really struggling, really grappling with how do I ask the type of question that is going to elicit a deeper answer? Because we intuitively kind of know that where our clients are struggling is not where they initially tell us they're struggling, right? There's that surface level response, their surface level goals, the surface level struggles that are a good starting point, right? They're a good dip my toe into the water and test things out place, especially on consultations and whatnot. Um, it's, it's a great place to start when we're trying to build some rapport to get a better gauge of the awareness level of our clients, what they really understand to be true about their struggles, where they truly understand um, their deeper desires lie within them, in their life, that sort of thing, right? So that's fine. But when we know that there's something deeper going on, the biggest place that coaches feel held back is they don't know what type of question to ask in order to figure that out. But what I wanna offer you today is that Knowing the right question to ask actually means absolutely nothing unless you first have the type of working relationship with your client where a vulnerable response feels possible for them. Okay, so it's not just about us figuring out the perfect sequence of questions to ask to guide our clients deeper. We first need to establish trust. We need to establish vulnerability. We need to establish transparency, not just in that one single difficult conversation, but as a through line inside of the coaching relationship. Without that being present first, we can ask the best possible questions. Like we could ask the deepest questions that if someone were to ask us, we would, we would dive into the inner workings of our emotions and our psychology, and we would be able to unearth some pretty juicy stuff, right? But with our, with our clients, you have to understand that they don't come from the personal development realm, right? Like you and I, as coaches, we are always working to improve ourselves. It is, it is a common thread in the coaching industry. We're always looking for opportunities to grow, to evolve, to reach that next level. We forget that that's not commonplace in the general population. That's not how people operate. They're not used to asking or answering really vulnerable questions. They're not used to introspection. They're not used to exploring what's going on emotionally for them or what's going on mentally for them. They're just not used to it. It's not a part of their daily practice or weekly practice or even monthly practice. So we have to set the stage for that to become a possibility. 
there are three things that I want you to consider this week as you're venturing into deeper conversations. One, how are you creating a relationship based on vulnerability right from the very start? Now, I know many of you already have a roster of clients, right? You already have people you're working with and you're, you're probably thinking, well, Laura, if I didn't do this at the start, am I screwed? Like, is this possible for me? And the answer is no, you're not screwed. And yes, it is possible for you. What I like to advise my students to do is to sort of think about all their existing clients as blank slates and to and to create recreate the type of vulnerable relationship that we need in order to move forward. It's not that it's too late. It's just that we need to backpedal a bit so that we can move forward further. So inside of creating vulnerability with our clients, something I want you to ask yourself is, how open is this person to sharing what's really going on with me? You're going to have some clients who offer up everything that's happening emotionally, which is a totally different training. And I'll, I'm happy to address that down the road if that's something that you desire me to speak into. But when our clients emotionally dump, they have no issues verbalizing what's going on on the surface. This is a huge distinguishing factor. When we have clients who just like, blah, I'm just going to vomit all of my everything onto you so that you can hopefully make sense of it. If there's no thoughtful introspection happening there, they're just basically giving you all of their shit and crossing their fingers that you can figure it out for them. So the benefit of those clients is that they will naturally be able to, to talk through what's going on with you because they're already in the practice of verbalizing. On the other hand, there are these clients who are just like <laughs> brick walls. You ask them any question, even if it's just a surface level, like, how did you feel this weekend question? And it's like, I don't know. I don't know. And those clients, they don't trust themselves, right? They want you to just give them the right answer. They don't want to risk being wrong. Likely they've been wrong many times in the past and their brain has created a belief around if I just don't say anything, if I don't have an opinion, if I don't verbalize what I'm thinking or feeling, I can't get hurt. So we need to really create a safe space for them as well to practice verbalizing, okay? The way that I like to pre-frame this is literally just to have that conversation with them. Hey, Becky, listen, you know, I'm gonna ask you some questions over the coming months that are going to make you feel like you either don't know the answer, are feeling triggered by me, there's an emotional reaction happening you can't make sense of, you're not really sure why I'm asking you the question, but here's why I'm asking you the question. You would be surprised at how powerful it is just to create meaning around why you're even asking them these questions. If someone can make sense of in their mind, oh, I understand why this is a part of my journey, now I'm more willing to look there because there's a reason to look there. You know, if they don't understand that if they don't look there, that they're never getting where they want to go, then they're never going to want to look there. They're never going to want to go there. No one wants to go there. You guys, no one, no one wants to face the deeper shit. No one wants to look at the painful stuff. No one wants to look at the fears. No one wants to look at the heavy emotions, their history, their, their past patterning. Like no one wants to look at that shit. It's much more comfortable just to believe that if you give them a checklist and they follow it, that they'll get to where they want to be in their life. So number one, it's very important that you connect the dots for them around why their vulnerability inside of 
introspection around the questions you'll be asking them is intimately tied to their ultimate success as it is, as they described it to you, but also um, the deeper desire beneath that initial success or their definition of success. So where are they at? How open are they? Are they shut down? Or are they willing to verbalize? Um, how can we create meaning for them around why you're asking these questions? How can we pre-frame vulnerability? How can we describe what that's going to look like? How can we define for them what introspection really means, right? Like, I mean, you may even need to define that for yourself. What does introspection mean? Introspection means pausing before you respond and exploring what's coming up emotionally, what's coming up mentally, and allowing yourself to verbalize whatever that is without judgment so that together as a team, as co-creators of their journey, you can make sense of it together. To me, that's introspection. Not immediately reacting, but pausing and sitting with it and being willing to feel uncomfortable in the pursuit of the truth. And then how can you tie that to their ultimate goals? So that's step one. Step two is how vulnerable are you willing to be with yourself? Okay. Um, you're not always going to know what question to ask. You are not always going to know what to do with the answers you get. You're not always going to have a tool ready to give them or a resource ready to give them. You're not always going to feel really fluent or in flow. In fact, most often as you're learning how to ask better questions and how to hold this space for them, you're going to feel messy. You're going to feel clunky. You're going to feel like you don't know what you're doing. You're going to feel like you're kind of winging it. And in order for this to work for you, in order for you to really be able to lean into the type of work you're craving with your clients, where you do ask deep questions and you do receive vulnerable, transparent, introspective responses that you can actually work with and create something from with them, you have to be willing to feel uncomfortable too. It's not going to be easy to not know what to do right away. You have to trust yourself. You must trust yourself. If, if you don't trust that you're going to be able to figure it out with them or that you have the capacity to seek out assistance, support, guidance, mentorship in order to learn how to make sense of the responses you're getting from the questions you're asking or where to go from there, right? A lot of the time we ask questions, we get responses, and then we don't know where to go. So we kind of cycle around in the same sort of layer instead of going deeper you're going to have to trust the fact that this is a part of your process. This is your growth edge, right? And understanding that your ego is going to want to kick in and protect you as well. It doesn't feel good to not know. It doesn't feel good to feel like you aren't good at coaching someone through their shit. It doesn't feel good to look at your client and say, I don't know what to do with that right now, but I'm going to think on it. I'm going to sit with it and we're going to circle back together and we're going to help you move through this. It feels way better just to give them the download, get to give them the resource, to give them the action step, to pep talk the shit out of them, send them on their way and cross your fingers. Something changes in that week. That feels easier, right? When we start to ask deeper questions, there isn't always an action step we can attach to their problem. When we stay on the surface, there's always the action step which is where most of our certifications live, the land of action steps, right? Most of our certifications teach us a problem arises, we give them something to do to fix it, they go and do it, they come back and we keep progressing them that way. But that's not it. When you start to 
really sink into holding bigger space for your clients, holding bigger emotions with them and actually looking at what's really going on with them. That's causing them to binge, to sabotage, to whatever their disempowering pattern is around food or otherwise. Um, there's not always an action step. Sometimes it's a perspective shift. Sometimes it's a shift in belief systems. Sometimes it's leaving them in introspection for a longer period of time so that they can deepen their own understanding before you move them forward. Like we are so, so hyper-focused on needing to create a fast change that we lose sight of the bigger picture and we cut ourselves off at the knees. Okay, you have to understand your role is not just providing action steps and moving them forward every week. Sometimes the biggest leaps forward come from themselves internally because you held this space open without smothering them with goals or steps or checklists or resources or education or your opinions or advice, right? Like there's so many things that go on in our head because we're so conditioned to need to give this stuff in order for us to feel valuable that a lot of the time, we smother the actual progress that's supposed to be or could be happening beneath the surface for them. Okay, so inside of actually asking questions that move them forward, you not only need to look at the relationship you're building with them, the vulnerability between the two of you, but you also need to look at the vulnerability you feel in yourself, the trust you have in yourself. Okay. And then, and only then does the type of question you're asking matter. If you don't have those two pieces in place first, it doesn't matter what question you ask. You're never going to get anywhere. Okay. So instead of searching for the perfect question, I want you to start searching in yourself and inside of your relationships to look for the gaps that you need to be filling, the holes you need to be filling. Do your clients trust in the deeper work that you want to guide them through? Do they even understand it? Have you even spoken to them about the journey you're trying to take them on? Or have you decided that because they, they bought into weight loss, but you know they need deeper work, that you're just going to sneakily layer in that deeper work and you're going to create this transformation while creating weight loss for them? Because that never, that never works. If they, don't, if they aren't bought into why they're doing something, they will always resist you. They will always resist it. They will always resist themselves. They will never get to a place where they're fully integrating what it is they need to integrate in order to change. Okay. So to make this easier, I actually did create a resource for you. It's called Power Questions. It is the five most difficult coaching scenarios you're going to run into. And my, my conversational flow that I suggest you take in order to navigate your way through them. So I've handled the question piece for you. If you want a copy of that, it's linked up in my bio, or you can just send me a DM and say, Hey, I want power questions and I'll send you the link. It's free. So please grab a copy. It's incredible. You'll really, really love it. But that's not what I want to leave you with necessarily. I want you to leave, to leave you with where are you at inside of the relationship you're building with your client and the relationship you're building with yourself? Where do you get defensive? Where do you get reactive? Where do you fall into your conditioned patterns as a coach, as you define that role? And how do we need to begin to open up bigger space so that your clients feel safer to explore with you and so that you are comfortable inside of the often very uncomfortable moments that are about to arise? That is where true coaching happens. That is where you step out from the collective 
and you're standing on your own and you're able to trust in the, the transformations you're creating, not because you have the best questions to ask, but because you've cultivated the depth of relationship with your clients that no tactic or strategy or hack or resource or certification can ever replace because that comes from within. It comes from a deep resonance with yourself, a deep trust in yourself. And it comes from creating an experience with your client that allows them to feel safe to be fully seen, heard and understood by you. So I pray that you spend some time here. If you have any questions for me at all, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm happy to talk through it. And if you want power questions, just let me know and I'll make sure you get it. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapobrin.com. See you next time.